Good morning, everyone. We're just getting up and running. It is fantabulous Friday. You may think, hmm, we just saw them not too long ago, which was true because we had triumph. We had a trending Thursday last night uh, with an amazing guest. And good morning, everyone. But anyways, it's Friday. So are you having a fantastic day already? I hope so. Good morning. This is Carol, so a.k.a. Nani Boss, live with two sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva 5.0. <laughs> and I just want to start out by saying, yeah, last night was fabulous. Trending Thursday at night, but it was fantabulous Friday for our guests. And when you think about that, you know, sometimes I stumble saying that and I'm like, okay, as I'm doing the show notes, it's Thursday for us, but Friday for her. So anyways, you know, and I'm still working on the show notes, of course, um, because there were so many golden nuggets in that podcast and I want to make sure I get it perfectly correct. You know, there, there was, and, you know, we, we made that our question of the day slash night slash early morning, because we were dealing with not only, um, you know, I guess we explained that our guest was from totally other part of the world. So we were on not just different time zones, but like huge different. time zones. So that they ended up being different days and the kind of strangeness that goes with that because she's basically in the future and we're in the past. So it's kind of funny when you think about that. And when I thought about that, after I said it, that kept one of the things I kept replaying in my mind, you know, being in the future versus being in the past and how many, so many times do we all do that? We are so focused on what's down the road, what's next day, what's, you know, what's on the horizon while maybe contemplating revisiting the past because we want to do over it and we're not focused on the present. And the key piece to living uh, health and wellness and a good mindset is, yeah, you have to review the past because, you know, you some things in our past is great to repeat, some other things are not, right? And then the future is where we hold the key to all the stepping stones to the different goals that we, the expectations we put on ourselves to achieve those goals. Those are in the future. And sometimes we get so inundated with either side, we forget the middle. So think of two loaves of bread or take two slices of bread and hopefully they're healthy pieces of bread. FYI, key piece on that is rye bread. It's one of the healthiest breads out there today. So you've got two, two sides of the bread. Are you focused on the peanut butter and jelly in the center? So we want to make sure that that's what you're focusing on. Those two things, those two ends, you know, one is an end and one is a beginning that is not yet started. But we want to focus on the present just as well. And actually our present deserves most of the attention. Just going to throw that out there. Yes, absolutely. And speaking of bread... I think I finally found a gluten-free recipe um, that only has a couple of ingredients in it. So <laughs> I'm going to try and make that. The, no, I'm, I am going to make that this weekend because I just uh, cannot fathom going to the grocery store and paying almost $8 for a loaf of gluten-free bread. I just can't do it. And I'm no, dying for peanut butter and jelly. Right. And a lot of people, you know, whether they're looking for a healthier bread 
um, I've been doing a lot of um, net, zero net carbs type little, I want to call them like little, little wraps. They're like little midget ones that are like the size of like a small pancake. But I also have been doing my research on different breads out there. And I also too got a great recipe from Liz Lyman. And I'm going to ask her um, if I could do it the same way, just using gluten-free flour, that would be better. Um, because, you know, we, we're, we're at a point where we're concerned about the sources of our food, our water, our air. Uh, obviously, what emphasizes that for me in my mind is this latest sad train accident in Ohio, where now these people, you know, not only are they in the middle of it and really have to like focus on their food sources now, but that particular area, also their supply chain of water is used throughout the country and, su and supplies other areas. So it is so important to really be mindful, read our labels, be mindful of chemicals that are out there, and especially when you've got a serious situation like that. And people are going back to the old fashioned way of doing things. Back in the days when our grandparents were new parents, going back to the basics, making bread at home. And I think the simplicity of that is you get to experiment because obviously, you know, you kind of wonder, they didn't have all these issues when they were younger, right? They didn't have the health issues and they had some health issues. Uh, so don't get me wrong. They, they had a lot of plagues. They had those kinds of things going on, but I'm talking about different things like people with sensitivities, people that had food allergies, uh, people that break out from different food groups. And you wonder what is different from the past to where we currently are. And we do know that there are a lot of additives, probably more in the United States than in any other country that are actually banned in other country. And it makes you kind of scratch your head to say, well, you know what? If corporations that are global can adapt their recipes for the restrictions of other countries. Why is the United States not using these restrictions? Because they're good restrictions. They're, they, they really are filtering out a lot of the chemicals. The things that you can't necessarily pronounce that's listed on the label are banned in many countries. So the question is that, and why? Why isn't the US banning these ingredients that other countries are? And we know, we know with data that many of these countries are a lot healthier than we are. So it kind of makes you scratch your head and say, why? Well, yeah, I mean, and I've often said this, you know, why suddenly in my 50s, when I was in my 50s, of course. Um, yeah, that, that's past tense, people. I know, I know. <laughs> why suddenly in my 50s did I uh, come down with a non-celiac gluten sensitivity? makes no sense. But when you sit down and really think of your different food sources and how throughout the years they have changed dramatically, well, you know, you hear more and more of this. And, and speaking of hearing more and more about something, what I've noticed in, in whether I've been on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, whatever it may be, people are talking about their gut health 
which I think is a good thing. And, you know, I, I think people may know where I'm going with this. Your gut health is your second brain. If you don't take care of your gut, you can have serious health consequences. Now, being a, um, a health coach or, you know, I'm not fully practicing being a health coach now, so I want to be very clear about that. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of knowledge in that area, but what I can tell you is that your, your gut really sets the tone for your body. And, yeah, why, and, it not, and it not only sets the tone, it actually nourishes, nourishes all our systems. It sure does. So why not put premium grade products in your gut? Thrive opportunities. This is your chance. Absolutely. You know? and, and, I, and I think when people understand, so a lot of people say, well, what is the difference? Usually, you know, that question will come up. And most people that follow us, most people that are customers, clients, they know we don't, uh, we talk about it because it's, you know, we talk about all things health and wellness. It is part of our lifestyle. Um, actually, I kind of missed my seven-year anniversary as being a thriver. It was, it was last week and obviously I was consumed with other things. But mm -hmm. for seven years, I've never, I'm very, very accountable and very honest about my health and wellness journey. I've never sucked something for seven years. Now, during that seven-year time, do I detox? Absolutely. Um, and I did a serious detox uh, about two years, year and a half ago, where I was off all products for a good three months because I was having some, some health things going on. I needed to like really, you know, totally detox. I, I, I only juiced. I had a very structured diet, uh, which, you know, we all diet. We talk about it all the time. It's just a matter of whether we have a good diet, a healthy diet, a uh, very clean diet or a crappy diet. So what I was doing was really resetting my whole system to, to kind of clean it out from all products, um, different food groups, and kind of wipe the slate clean and restart up again. But I've never stuck to something. Um, a, my first drive of being a thriver, and I had no intent to be involved with the company. I'm, very, I'm also very uh, honest about that. I, I didn't need a job. I, I wasn't thinking on those terms. And, you know, what I found was that people started noticing and asking me questions. What are you doing? You, your skin looks better. Your hair looks better. You, you, you've got more pep in your step. You, you, you know, as, as the story, funny story goes, I'm not so cranky anymore in the morning. Uh, yes, I still have a cranky day every now and then. I'm not going to lie about that either. But, I, you know, in all honesty, I only started uh, based on the stories, you know, I went on their fan page and so many of them I could relate to about being cranky in the morning, about not sleeping well, about, you know, having joint discomfort, about, you know, my hair thinning, about my skin. Like I had all those same kinds of things. And my perspective was much different because I thought to myself, I'm trying stuff all the time. When do I ever stick with anything? And I, I'm very, very smart in the sense that from an intellect perspective, I know you need to give your body time. So it wasn't like I tried something for a week. I would try something for a good three months. Um, and then it would go in the shelf and collect dust, you know, until I added more products to that particular cabinet. And the cabinet started getting more full, more full of junk. 
And I kept it in there uh, as a friendly reminder that, you know, everyone is different and maybe I just haven't found what my body needs. But at that time, I wasn't vested in doing uh, the, the whole pick apart ingredient in really understanding science and formulation regarding our body. And it wasn't until, and of course I was looking for simple. Most people want simplicity in their lives because we live in a crazy ass world, right? And the simpler, the better. And sometimes simple is good, sometimes it's not so good. But that was the other thing that attracted me to the Thrive Experience was it was easy. Capsules first thing in the morning, 20 minutes later, a de, uh, you know, premium pea protein shake and boom, put on the sticker. Uh, which was wearable nutrition. I thought, well, that's kind of a different concept. And I wasn't like some people, what does that mean? I already knew people that were on the patch for smoking cigarettes. I already knew some people were getting their medication through via a patch. So the whole sticker patch thing did not even, that didn't even phase me. I thought it was just a new, uh, I would say new way of receiving vitamins and minerals because now you're bypassing the guts going right in your bloodstream. So I thought that was kind of pretty innovative. So I thought, what's the worst that's going to happen? I'm going to order this crap. <laughs> it's going to go in my cabinet and I'll do it for three months and it'll stay there and I'll move on to the next thing. So I can be honest with our viewers and our listeners. I have never stuck to anything. Never, 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 never. So what made that different that I'm now on it now for seven years? Again, it still goes back to the simplicity. But the big question what did I want? We talked about this last night. That's a question that we all have to think about. What do we want? I'm looking for better health. I'm looking, you know, to pick up my stamina. I'm looking, I already knew in my late days that if I'm feeling this crappy and this feel like shit, what's going to happen in my 60s then? What's going to happen in my 70s? So I knew I had to do something and nobody else could do it for me. I had to be accountable and sit down and say, what do I want? I want to feel better. I want to have more energy. I want to sleep better. And that is when I started really investigating sleep patterns and really grasped that and understood, which most people don't, that sleep beyond the obvious, a good night's sleep, making you feel refreshed. The whole part of getting to that really deep REM sleep is that's when our bodies naturally repair itself. And I didn't know that back then. So I jumped in and I really just like, dove into the whole sleep pattern thing and realize, you know, something got to get, yeah, something's got to give, right? And I think we all get to that point where something's got to give. So at that point, I was ready again to try anything because I felt that bad. I felt that yuck, that tired, that exhausted, that bitchy, that cranky. So the other piece was the simplicity. I can do this within the first, you know, 20 to 40 minutes of my day and I'm done. Like, I don't have to keep, oh, put the timer on. I got to do something at two, something at four, something before I go to bed. Like, I didn't have to do any of that. And through those three steps, which I later learned is really only one product. It's just broken out into three pieces because they have three different delivery systems. So then when I started to really think about over 100 vitamins, probiotics, prebiotics, antioxidants, anti-inflammatories, all these different gut enzymes. And then I compared it to how many bottles I would have to like have to, to equate to what I was getting with these three steps. It was no brainer. What I didn't expect with really reading a lot of these journeys 
And I don't want to say I skimmed over it, but it didn't really resonate with me at that point was that people were actually feeling their vitamins. And I think I glazed over that piece because in all honesty, I thought, who the hell feels their vitamins? You don't take vitamins to feel them. You take them because you need them. So that was always my mindset. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. They feel their vitamins. Oh, that just means there may be some, some green tea in it. Because it was all it's all natural. It's all plant-based. So I knew from a ingredient perspective, after I researched all the ingredients, yes, I was one of those, that it was all plant-based, which was something I was looking for. I could pronounce <laughs> the ingredients, with, which, was, which was huge. But I, so I wasn't really focused on that. And then really after, you know, really after a week, I knew I felt different and I felt good. I felt rested, but I didn't, I really didn't understand the impact it would have with everyone surrounding me. And that's what everyone started to notice. Like, what are you doing? You, you know, you got a little pep in your step. And I'm like, I don't know, I'm taking these three steps. I have no idea, blah, blah. And so, well, what is it? Can I try something here? I have, I have a couple of days more. And that's kind of how it started. It morphed into this very passionate thing because I could not believe. And, you know, I always waited, okay, when's the day when I'm not going to feel this good anymore? And it never happened. The only time, like I said, I went off was because I was having dietary issues with other food groups. So I had to totally clean out. But let me tell you, when I went back on that day after being off of the, uh, the product for as long as I was, three months, which is a long time, and I got back to like, this is why. And instantly my sleep picked up again, my energy level picked up again. And I understood and still am so very passionate about it today that we all deserve to feel our best if it's within our realm. And this is within our realm to do that. So why wouldn't we want to wake up each day feeling good? Why wouldn't we want to know that we're putting in stuff that our body actually needs that we can't get just from food alone? Everyone says, well, I eat a clean diet. I get all the vitamins I need. It's impossible. If you really understand the fine machine that our bodies are, it's impossible to eat as much as we actually need because then guess what? We'd be way overweight. You can't consume that many uh, good nutrients and, you know, all the other stuff that comes with food, meaning carbs, sugars, all that other stuff, and still get what we need. So why not take something that's simple that gives us a head start of the day? So now, like if there's a day that I don't eat vegetables, I don't feel bad about it because I, I know I got what I needed. If there's a day I didn't eat all my fruits, I still eat those things, but there's some days that, you know, I just don't want to eat them, you know? So I know firsthand. And that was the big difference that I felt them. But that led me to another rabbit hole. Well, why do we feel them? And that's when I understand about, so I already talked to you about delivery system. Now I'm talking to you about uh, the formulation. Most over-the-counter products have fillers in them. They have other additives in them. They're not, at, they're not at the rawest form. And a lot of them are chemically generated versus naturally uh, plant-based. So when I understood about formulation and the big key to anything in our, for our gut health is absorption. We want to balance out the good bacteria because we got good bacteria, but we also got bad bacteria. So we need to balance that out first, kind of gut it out, literally gut your gut out with getting rid of the junk that's in there at the same time that our gut is absorbing the good stuff. And once I understood that, 
And that was the main reason, the number one reason why thrivers feel their vitamins has to do with the absorption. So over this, someone says, well, what, what, give me an idea. What, what, what does that mean? So to give you a, an example, roughly, and this is just roughly, approximately 67% is what you are absorbing from over the counter. Your body's absorbing about 67% of the actual product that you're taking from over the counters because there's all these other additives in it, fillers, whatnot. The Thrive Experience has a 98% absorption rate. So think about that, a 98% absorption rate of over 100 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, prebiotics, enzymes. So that is why, because our body's absorbing it, it's in our bloodstream now. That good balance is what now we feel because the balance in the absorption is filling in all our gaps. And our, all of our gaps, our nutritional gaps are different. Jams are different than mine. Mine are different from everyone else. We're all different. We're unique that way. So when you have a product that's filling those things in, you naturally feel better. So that, in a, in a nutshell, is why I have been consistently being a thriver for seven years. And that's never happened in my life, people. I'm going to be very honest. I've never, ever stuck to anything for more than three months. And that's a never that people should consider. And, you know, the fact that it's very simple, very simplistic in nature. I mean, think about that. You know, we run to CVS to pick up our prescriptions and, the, oh, well, let me pick up my vitamins. Does anybody... And maybe this could be the question of the day. I don't know. <laughs> but if you buy your vitamins at Target, CVS, wherever you buy them, are you actually reading the ingredients? Do you know what you're taking? And do you ask, are you getting help to know, hey, what do you want? Is anyone asking you that? That's what we do. And that's why we love what we do, because we're not just selling you something. We want your journey to be successful. We want to know what you want. Is it better sleep? Is it weight? And some people need to gain weight, believe it or not. And this helps with that as well. So is it losing weight or gaining weight? Uh, are you an athlete? We have a lot of athletes. Uh, are you tired of waking up miserable? Are you, you know, do you have joint discomfort? Is anyone at the pharmacy asking you those questions? I don't think so. No, I would say a huge no. In this, as I said, the simplicity of taking something. Now, I for, for me, I specifically know that I absorb um, the A, B, Cs, and vitamin Ds at a very, very low rate because I had this special test done when I was working at the uh, the wellness center. So I specifically know. So another thing that you may want to, um, <coughs> excuse me, chat with your physician or PA about is the next time you see them, does any previous blood work that you've had done, does it, does it show the rate of absorption um, that you're taking in from whatever vitamins you are taking? Um, I'd be curious to know that as well. And you should, 
you should want to know that, I guess is what I'm trying to say that. So that may be a question that you can propose to your medical professional. <clears throat> you know, it, it's so important to know those things. And yet a lot of times we don't think to ask them. And right. I mean, I mean, when you think about it at the beginning, Jim, do we ask? We're like, no, I thought you were like, all right, what is, what is she doing now? Like, of course I was interested, but you know, the, I, <laughs> the sample, I probably had the sample for a week or so before I'm like, and most people do. So I, you, you're not unusual. Most people will say, sure, I'll try it. I don't really want anyone to try it. In all honesty, I want people to experience it. But I also am very blunt that a sample, like a three or four or six day sample, is just to show you the simplicity. Your body is not going to miraculously change in six days. We do have some people that do feel differently within a few days, but that's, I don't base it on that because everyone's different. I have people that, it took 30 days. I had people that took 90 days, 60 days. I had people that it took one day. So everybody's different for a reason because we don't really know all our nutritional deficiencies because they keep changing. You would have to have blood work every day and still would not know. Uh, you may get an idea, but our bodies change so frequently on it from a nutritional, nutritional deficiency standpoint that we don't know. There's sometimes that maybe focus, oh, I'm, I'm geez, I'm surprised at how much C is in my system. Well, it could be a combination of vitamins in the food groups you're eating. And then all of a sudden you go off on those food groups and then it's depleted again. So it's ever changing. And that's what I love about our product is it changes with you. It just knows where it's supposed to fill in based on your daily, whatever's going on daily. And I can't say that any other over-the-counter vitamin does that. So what will frequently happen is when we talk about the absorption rate, you will notice when you go to the bathroom that you're peeing out less of your vitamin. Still going to be sometimes that, you know, little brighter color that's normal. Um, the other key piece to that is to make sure, obviously, that you're having enough hydration because you need to, the Thrive experience is cleaning out your gut. Well, where has it got to go? You got to flush it out of your system. So the importance of even whatever your situation is, you always should be drinking plenty of enough water and know your guidelines. Everyone has different guidelines to how much water they can absorb. And as you age, you can't do it like you did it like in your 20s and 30s. So you've got to adjust that. But water hydration is essential to not only blood flow, to nourishing all our uh, different systems, but also flushing out our system. It's, it's important. And I, when I say flushing out your system, I don't mean drinking, you know, five cups of coffee a day. Drink coffee if you choose to. Uh, I don't. I gave it up. Uh, I don't believe in a chemical coffee versus a natural caffeine. That's just my personal belief. But we have many thrivers that still drink coffee. You know, in the beginning, I'm like, oh, don't do that. Don't do that. You know, and again, as, as the uh, company, you know, uh, got more involved with understanding the caffeine intake, uh, do we think that you should cut it back? Absolutely, because it is two different caffeines. Uh, ours is derived from and extracted from the plant. Our coffee today is just not the coffee it was years ago. Yes, of course, it still comes from the coffee bean, but then it's treated chemically. Manufacturers treat it. And those are the bad things 
about coffee. So coffee in its rawness, there's nothing wrong with it if you can get it very raw. But sadly, that's not the case. So while, you know, I don't, I don't tell you, in the beginning, I told you not to drink it. Now, you know, part of what we do is evolving and learning more. So now we know that, sure, you can have a cup or two, but just don't drink four, six cups a day and be a thriver. It just, it doesn't make sense because the other key piece, the other key piece is our product wants to clean that crap out because it's chemicals. So you're like, okay, you're giving me this good, your gut's going, you're giving me this good stuff, but you keep putting in the same junk. And that's why we talk about partnering. One of the, another thing that we've really been evolved into is understanding that doing the Thrive experience alone and not partnering your lifestyle with it, you're not going to be successful. I'm going to be very honest about that. Mm-hmm. So what I mean is you can take the Thrive experience, but if you're still eating donuts and chips and cupcakes and you know tons of pasta and fried food and greasy food, that's not partnering with your nutritional program. And you have to merge the two together. And once the mind clicks that way, oh my gosh, the sky's the limit. Just the sky is definitely the limit. And for those who are really interested in that, um, I will be happy to put my um, Thrive link below the live of this video. And, and I will probably put it in the show notes. Good. Please do. Please do. Because yeah. people should be contacting us and, you know, put your link there. And what I tell people is what's the worst that's going to happen? Create your free account because it's free. You're not charged for creating a free account and learn, you know, maybe go, don't forget, you know, the Lavelle, the Thrive Experience has a fan page and it's on Facebook. It's on Instagram. Read the stories and you will know through reading these stories, people at that point had to ask the question, what do you want? So I think Jan and I are asking you the same thing. What do you want in your health and wellness journey? What do you want? Absolutely. Um, you know, I always love talking about Thrive because, you know, it really takes me back to when I initially started Thrive. Um, <laughs> I probably shared this before, was drinking, I hate to admit this, six to eight cups of coffee a day. Guilty. Um, you know, half and half. Um you know, using a raw-based um, stevia, so no chemicals in that, but, you know, six to eight cups of coffee, that's that's a lot of coffee. And what is co- tell everyone what coffee does to you. I mean, from a hydration perspective. It depletes you. So if you're, de- all right, let's just go with the eight cups of coffee. So let's say um, each cup is eight ounces, that's 64 ounces. Say I'm drinking 100 ounces of water. Well, guess what? I just negated what I drank and only have a net hydration value of about 36 ounces over drinking 64 ounces of coffee. So no, and I've had this conversation so many times with, um, (laughs) you know, working with different patients at at the wellness center. Nobody likes to think about drinking water, but yet, you know, we got to have that cup of coffee. And yes, I still will have an occasional cup of coffee. I just, I love the taste of coffee. Um, But when you go from six to eight cups, 
down to nothing. And then <laughs> there was a point in time there. And I go through these phases where I don't want to drink coffee. I'm like, ugh, I can't even smell it. But yet there are times when I want to enjoy that taste. That's okay. But the important thing, no matter what you do, is to hydrate. The rule of thumb is you take your weight, divide it in half. That's how many ounces you should drink. However, there is always, always an exception to that rule. <clears throat> if you are at that 100 ounce mark or above, you really need to check with your medical professional, especially, especially if you are on any type of medications or you know maybe taking some things that you're really not sure about. You need to have that discussion because that can throw your electrolyte balance off which is not a good thing. And a lot of other unhealthy things can happen. So please, I urge you, again, if you are at that 100 ounce mark or above, check with your medical professional before you do that. And of course, if you are drinking 100 ounces of, drinking 100 ounces of water and you are consuming a lot of coffee, just think about what you're doing. Think about it in terms of, okay, I'm hungry, but are you really hungry? It's Chances are it's because you are dehydrated. You're lacking, your body is lacking the hydration levels that it needs. So just think about it. Be gentle and kind to yourself and think about it. I agree. And, you know, the bottom line is everyone is different. We're all unique. And that's what I love about what we do is because we do ask our clients and customers, what do you want? You know, what are, you, what are your goals? Are you looking to lose weight? Um, are you looking to gain muscle mass? Are you looking for a better night's sleep? All these different things we ask so we can better serve you. It's really about serving people and obviously sharing our passion because we love, love, love helping others, but it's about serving people to get them to feel and be the best they can. So we love checking in with our customers. We love checking in with our clients. How are things going? What, you know, we, we have support, um, social media pages where we share different recipes because there are actually some great recipes that you can make with our yummy, yummy pea protein uh, shake lifestyle mix. And I love it. And then of course we have our new Thrive Elite, which really is, structured it's it's the thrive classic the base of everything is the thrive classic but now it has good added ingredients for those uh, it has to do with the formulation again the delivery system for those that are looking to lose weight and i have to tell you we have a lot of successful stories of people having transformations with the thrive classic with the thrive elite it is unbelievable the transformations i'm finally starting to see some of those stubborn areas i was having difficulty getting the fat off because this is really the thrive elite is not it's not a quick fix it's really about and they really only want you we only want you going on the scale maybe one once or twice a month because it's not necessarily about the weight that's a piece to it but it's really about the fat absorption and the fat absorbing um dissolving so that's the key piece to a lot of heart conditions a lot of too many health issues to even get into when you have that excess fat uh, in addition, people, you're, you're starting to see, or we're starting to see, you know, that those transformations. And when you want that transformation, 
the key piece I always say to transformation is it shouldn't happen quickly. You didn't get to where you are overnight and you're not going to get to where you got to go overnight. The longer it takes and it's going to be really the footprint of how you're going to keep that healthier life state, uh, lifestyle journey continue, the longevity of your lifestyle. So if you are one person that, oh, and I'll be honest, I've, I've actually turned people down. And most people in the direct sales industry would say, what are you out of your mind? Because if the mindset's not there and you're looking for that quick fix, I am not the person you want to speak to because I don't believe it that way. It's not a healthy way to get to that health journey and get to those goals. It's not sustainable and it's not realistic. And I always tell the person, when you're really ready, I'm here for you. But don't jump into this thinking, you know, in a week, you're going to be totally transformed. Because as we talked about last night with our amazing guest, Allison, habits take time to change them into a healthier habit. You got a bad habit? Doesn't happen. Doesn't switch overnight. It takes, they, they say generally between 21 and I think it's 47 days, something like that, to start to, to start seeing the habit change, not necessarily the habits even fully change. So if you are looking for, I need to be in that dress in two weeks, I am not your person. It Time is a precious commodity and it's okay to walk over the stones and guess what? It's even more okay to stub your toe because what is going to happen is you are going to learn from that experience. Um, I do want to bring up a couple things, if that's all right with you. Absolutely. First and form foremost, um, as people know, we have not been on a lot within this last week. And I just want to pay tribute to an amazing person, Dorothy Ream. Yeah. Um, it, and it has been a hard time. And yeah. you know, that, that's one thing that we... We love about what we do on our podcast, The Health and Wellness. While we're asking you to you know, ask these hard questions and to be mindful and to be kind and gentle to yourself, we also have to take our own advice. And we know, we know our limitations. We are not so structured that we're going to go out and put a brave face on if we're not feeling it. Um, because that would, not us, that would not make us authentic in my mind. And we do know that you know, going through hard times, going through stressful times, going through emotional times, especially when you lose a loved one, uh, you know, we need that time. We need uh, you know, that grieving time. And sometimes we have those same days that you do that. I don't wanna get out of bed today. I don't want to, um, I don't wanna help somebody if I can't even help myself. So mm -hmm. you know, while we did take some time off, uh, it, it is still very raw. It's still very real. Uh, she was an amazing. My mother-in-law was an amazing woman. She was so talented. She absolutely, she loved, loved, loved babies, number one. She loved to read them. She had a great collection of different books. She was a great mom. Um, she was a state, you know, she had one of those original stay-at-home moms. Uh, very, very active in her community, active in her church. Um, she did Bible studies. She was involved with being a uh, Boy Scout leader. She was a brownie leader, a den mom. She also loved, absolutely loved needlepoint. And she did some amazing, 
beautiful pieces that you know are framed and I'm so blessed that we have a few of them. Uh, one of her things that I really admired about her was her ability to uh, really love to the fullest. Um, she uh, you know, was always accepting, uh, great heart. She forgave. Uh, she really, you know, she lived, she lived in the uh, mirror image of really God, especially the more I read about her. She had told me years ago that she loved to write. And of course, that's one thing that, you know, she has in common with both of us. We love, we love to write as well. And, you know, at one point, and I can't, I want to say it was in the late nineties, we were talking about it and you know, when you, you get to a point, especially with older people that like, what do you buy them for a gift, right? They have everything they need. And I saw this really pretty journal, you know, somewhat abstract, but it just colors. She liked different colors and they were all the colors that were in her home, the kind of those uh, really uh, autumn type colors. So that's what attracted me to this, this particular journal. And I knew she liked to write. So I said, ah, you know what, that would be a great gift for her. Well, you know, obviously going through some of her things, um, I did find the journal and I was just so excited because I knew she also loved to write poetry. And at that time, like as recent really as the last few years, I knew she wrote a few pieces. I just didn't realize how many pieces she did write. So John and I have been getting some great comfort in reading her writings, her poetry. She, she wrote about you know, her loss with her husband, her loss with her beloved daughter, Linda. She, she talked about her relationship with God, uh, her relationship with her grandchildren. And the other piece that we found um, and really have been using um, these as tools for the grieving process because her service for celebration of life is not gonna be until May, which, you know, is, is a different way of doing things. I mean, obviously with COVID, it's been done like that many, many times. So it's nothing that's unusual, but for us, it's a first. And it's difficult when you lose that loved one, the normal rituals that take place. And now that's been kind of disrupted a little bit. Years ago, and I'm gonna give you the year because I have it right in front of me. Uh, and actually it was 1995. So this is when, I started probably the mid nineties is when I started to recognize different things that she really liked to do. Uh, and a lot of that was really stemmed from her love of poetry and writing. So we gave her from the grandkids, we gave her uh, two books there. And for those that can't see it, it's a little notebook, Aww. really thick notebook. And we gave one to um, John's mom and one to John's dad. And it says, grandma, tell me more tell me your memories. And it's a full year. And it starts out, it says, your childhood is a rich, um, hold on, I'm going to read it a little bit closer to me. Your childhood is such a uh, total word of a time and place that I would love to know. The people, places, dates, most of all the stories will combine into a priceless collection of memories. So it takes them every single day. So on January 1st, and I'll just read, I'll just read two because they were really, really set the tone for this book. So on January 1st, the question is, what was your day and date of birth? So she writes, and I love it because now the kids get to see in her own handwriting, 
Sunday, May 27th, 1928, I was premature and only weighed five pounds and around two ounces. My mother said that she wasn't, she was in labor a very short time and it was very easy because I was so small. I was the size of a five pound bag of sugar. And on January 2nd, uh, where were you born? Be specific. And she wrote, which I asked, actually included in her obituary, New Britain Hospital, New Britain, Connecticut. My mother said that I was born on a Sunday morning at 11 a.m. when the church bells were ringing. Oh. And, you know, so it, it's a priceless piece of, you know, into that mind. So I encourage people when you're going through this grieving process and, you know, there's, we know there's stress that comes with it. There's all these emotions. It's unsettling. Uh, we were blessed that we were with her to, to guide her into, you know, into heaven. And, and that's a blessing that we got there in time. So we, you know, at the end of the day, we always say that we're never in control. God is in control. But I encourage people when you're going through a hard time like this to that's the time to kind of take a step back, slow down, take time, you know, to read through if they were a writer, um, if they collected some notes, maybe it's cards, maybe it's a favorite hobby, hobby. Um, you know, maybe you, you, you don't find any of those, but maybe you find their favorite book, um, take comfort in their belongings and I think they really do, they don't take away the grief, but they certainly add to the acknowledgement of this lovely person that you are grieving for. And we have to remember that the grieving process, which a lot of people don't, is for the living. Mm -hmm. Our loved ones are already in heaven, in their glory, with their loved ones, um, you know, in a different perspective. You know, time is a man-made thing. And those that are left behind need to validate that grief and that everyone is different. So for some, you know, they can pick up and still kind of function. Um, I think be, between how everything happened in this particular occasion, really that fear of not getting there on time, as well as the emotional piece of helping her ease into that next part, to you know, understanding that normal rituals of how they go would be somewhat disrupted and it's okay. Um, at the end of the day, this gives us a little bit more time to do the, 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 maybe do the grieving process in a different way, as well as prepare like some really nice things for eventually her celebration of life, but acknowledge and know that you gotta slow down. And that is truly why I decided, you know, that I needed a break from the podcast that I am mm -hmm. to acknowledge that piece to it. Uh, and it's not easy. So I'm not saying it is because it's not, I'm, I'm in the thick of it. Um, but I needed that space and, and I am so blessed and honored and grateful uh, as John is to, to all the people that have reached out, that have called, have texts, have sent us messages. We got a beautiful, beautiful uh, mass card yesterday from, from California Bill. So California Bill, thank you so much. And uh, Jan, that was California Bill, it's a sweetheart. And today is my first day after this podcast. I'm actually gonna go play pickleball for a couple hours. I haven't played in about a month to do all these different things going on. But I'm gonna go kind and I'm gonna go easy on myself. Uh, I'm not gonna go out there and play for three or four hours. I'm just gonna go for a few because, you know, again, while you're going through the grieving process, we don't wanna neglect 
negate our hard work for the health and wellness, uh, pamper ourselves, yes, um, be kind to ourselves, yes, but also we got to push ourselves a little bit as well. So today is my push day to get myself out there and, and get some activity going on. But thank you so much. And again, thank you to all our viewers, listeners, and family and friends that have reached out. Um, those are the things that will get us through this. It, it sure will. And, you know, whenever I saw Mrs. Rain, when she would say, oh, please call me Dorothy. Yeah. And it's still hard for me to say Dorothy, but Dorothy forever in our hearts for sure. And I just want to also share today, um, marks four months that Ryan has been seizure-free. So blessed and grateful. So many things to celebrate. Absolutely. And I think that's, those are the things that those are the things that are not, uh, they have nothing to do with a monetary uh, push. It has nothing to do with uh, a goal. It has nothing to do with nothing other than validating these things that are priceless they're priceless and they need to be acknowledged and they need to be celebrated. And so we, you know, on this fantabulous Friday, we, you know, continue to uh, remember my mother-in-law and we continue to send, send prayers to, to Ryan Scott. And those are the things that, you know, should be celebrated on fantabulous Friday and every day. Those are great goals and achievements. And we always want to keep them uh, in our heart, um, but also given that accolades that they so deserve because when we do that uh it really solidifies the love that we have for these people it absolutely does and on that note we hope you all have an amazing fantabulous friday um the question of the day i think we're going to combine it with last night which was what do you want as far as your health is concerned so of course um we will post that a little later this afternoon Thank you all so much for being here today. My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, and I'm with two sisters. And this is Carol, too, aka Nani Boss, telling you to have that conversation in the mirror. Let yourself pat yourself on the back that you did a good job, no matter, no matter how small that stepping stone was and is, because it's going to lead you to the bigger goal. We wish you a great weekend, and we will see you Monday for Monday Mindset. Have a great weekend, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye.